Welcome to the Confluence Cast presented by Columbus Underground. We are a weekly Columbus-centric podcast focusing on the civics, lifestyle, entertainment, and people of our city. I'm your host, Tim Fulton. This week, this podcast was not generated by AI, but it may have been influenced by it. As all industries consider how to use artificial intelligence in their work, Walker Evans, Susan Post, and I discuss how it relates to journalism, disclosure, and transparency. We cover Columbus Underground's updated policy on the matter, how content generation should and should not be used in a newsroom, what AI thinks about the Columbus food scene, and a lively debate on the ethical challenges of how this new tool will affect our lives. You can get more information on what we discussed today in the show notes for this episode at theconfluencecast.com. Enjoy the episode. Sitting down here with Walker Evans, the co-founder of Columbus Underground and the associate editor of Columbus Underground and Metropreneur, Susan Post. How are you guys? Good. How are you, Tim? I'm good. Today, we, you guys have been having a lot of conversations about artificial intelligence yeah. and how it affects journalism. And so today, a little bit of an experimental episode and basically discussion on AI and those things in journalism, how yeah. it may affect Columbus, what are the proper uses for it. So, Walker, why don't you kick us off with what those discussions have been like? Sure. Yeah. Well, we, you know, we've had some articles like David Staley has written about AI in the past for his next series on CU. Um, mm-hmm. We've been hiring some new freelance writers and one of them asked us an email, hey, what's your AI policy? And we're like, we don't have one, I guess. Yeah. We should probably have one. Basically saying, don't use it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're paying you to do a job. We don't want you to just turn around and ask ChatGPT mm-hmm. to do the job for you. Uh, so so we spent the last couple of months kind of talking about that and putting some stuff together and kind of getting it out there. So it is a public-facing policy at this point. Basically, yes. you, you can assure yes. readers and, frankly, advertisers that... This content is written by humans. Yes. Yeah. We, it's at the bottom, uh, like in the footer of the website on every page. So we're on a site. There's a little link to AI policy. And so it's it's on there. Ba- basically just saying we don't use it to write anything. No journalism, no editorial, mm-hmm. you know, no images are generated by AI. Um, our sales team might use it to craft like emails for okay. like a marketing language kind of thing, which mm-hmm. isn't a public facing thing anyway. Right. Um, and some of the tools we use like Gmail might have AI capabilities or Photoshop now has AI capabilities. So some of the tools that we really, that everyone uses are going to have AI talking to Siri on your phone is using machine learning, right? You know, so we can't say that we don't ever use it ever at all period, because the truth is like we all, are using it whether we know it or not and what about like consciously using things like grammarly that is using a bit of predictive like hey i think you're trying to write this sure or, I, I this mm-hmm. this seems informational yeah. and you have expressed an opinion yeah well, well that that's kind of the interesting thing about these conversations is that like, m- machine learning isn't new right so autocorrect is not mm-hmm. a new feature. But of course, Grammarly needs to say AI on it because it's like the hottest marketing trend. Just say everything is AI. Uh, you turned us on to a great tool, Otterly, mm-hmm. uh, which is a great... Otter. 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 I'm sorry, Otter. Yeah. Everything has L-Y on the end. <laughs> <laughs> so, Otter.ai, which is their website, which is mm-hmm. ridiculous. But uh, 
it's a audio transcription. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so I will go to a meeting and I'll record the whole thing and then just feed that audio file and then get a written version of it. Yeah. Which isn't a new thing. Right. Transcription services have been around for years and years and years and years. Yes. But like mm-hmm. like a computer will do it for you. Right. Transcription. Well, and that's the slippery they they, slope, right? And they say they use AI, so it's like, okay, well, I guess now that's an AI thing. Well, yeah. and I will say I've used it for... I, First of all, full disclosure, it that is what transcribes the transcripts for the podcast on yeah. the website, yeah. which is, you know, there has been at least one email where someone said, like, what a terrible transcription. And we're like, <laughs> this is actually more of an SEO sort of strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, it doesn't appear on the Columbus Underground website. It appears on my website. Yeah. Uh, but it has also gotten really good at... I give it the full edited podcast conversation and it comes back and says, here's the summary of everything that you said. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I have pulled from it to sort of put together the intro to the podcast. Yeah. Basically like I, most people will be able to see the formula. I start off with a statement or question. I talk about who I interview. I list three things we talk about and then I say, enjoy the interview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, those some those in the past like year or so, some have been pulled from that sort of predictive. Like, here's the high level stuff you talked about. Yeah. So please yeah. don't the fire truth me. Comes out. No. Yeah. Please <laughs> don't fire me. Well, but I mean, yeah. On your website, you know, you clearly label it as transcript. Yes. Like, you know, you're, yeah. you're setting that expectation. You're being transparent. So I think there's a difference between that and then, you know, using it to write a news article. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, and for us, you know, if I sit down with someone and we have a 30 minute conversation about something, I want to go back and pull quotes of things mm-hmm. that they said to insert quotes into my story. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go back and listen to the whole thing and like type and like, oh, and people talk really fast sometimes. So it's a matter of like pausing, typing, going back, rewinding, listening, typing, go pause, rewind. Yeah. Wait, what do they say? Oh, you know, and instead mm-hmm. of just having a tool do that for you and then you're able to copy paste edit, you know, well, and you're able to control F first, right? Yes. You're yeah, able yeah. to go in and be like, I know they said something like this, so mm-hmm. let's dig it up and find it. Yeah. It's a tool. Like yes. at the end of the day, it is a, yes, we shouldn't be using it net. I don't suggest anyone like use it for their homework or anything, but it is a good, tool to use in certain contexts yeah right it, well but but that's what i'm saying is that like that audio transcription existed before the ai craze that is going on right now yes mm-hmm. do do we need a disclaimer on every news article that said we used autocorrect mm-hmm. i typed a word and i misspelled it and autocorrect caught it for me so therefore ai assisted in the writing of this yeah article mm-hmm. like that's a little over the top i think and we have seen in even in the Columbus sort of journalism sphere, uh, publications using AI to generate articles. Specifically, uh, Columbus Dispatch was called out for, I think it was a local sports game, like a high yeah. school sports, sports game. Yeah. They took the scores, they took the runners, and like it seemed templatized more than anything else, but mm-hmm. it got things wrong. Yes. And so they immediately were like, oh, we don't do that anymore. Yeah. And just to be fair to the journalists here in Columbus who do great work at yes. the dispatch, I think these kinds of decisions to use these kinds of tools are being made by Gannett, the parent company. Yes. I don't think the local sports writers are like, hey, let's let's fire the staff and yeah. replace it with this like garbage robot stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So, But the public responded pretty negatively to that. 
Yeah, and, well, because it's they a trust. That program, At the yeah. end of the day, it's a trust thing. Like, yeah. can I trust what you're reading? I mean, God forbid, just based on our last episode, God forbid somebody took the transcript from a school board meeting, mm-hmm. put it into, transcribed it, mm-hmm. put that real rough transcription, because to be clear, Otter's not perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. And then made sure it was assigning the right, like, roles for who talked to it, fed that into chat. Uh, chat GPT and said, write me an article summarizing the things that happened Mm -hmm. in this uh, school board meeting. Please include two pull quotes from different school board members about significant things at this meeting Mm -hmm. and copy and paste and nobody really copy edits it or nobody listens to it Mm -hmm. or reads the entire transcript. And again, a trust issue. It's super important to have actual like boots on the ground. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess I just wonder, like, at what, like, if you're going to give it that rigorous, uh, you know, validation and testing, and and ma- and making sure that like uh, this has been uh, fact checked, mm-hmm. are you really saving Should any you time? Just do it yourself, right? Yeah, that's, that's all fair. I was thinking while you were saying that. Like, you have to tell it so many prompts to get it any anywhere close to something readable that it's yeah. like I can just do it myself at that well, point. Well, <laughs> but so I have thought about so. Uh, <laughs> I have played with it a lot Mm -hmm. to the extent that I've given it a full transcript or like an Otter AI summary and say, write me a podcast introduction for this. It's always ridiculous Mm -hmm. and over the top. uh, But that is another thing that I'm able to be like, oh, that's an interesting idea. I'll rephrase that. Mm -hmm. Again, that's a little bit different of like a podcast introduction is not a breaking news article. True. Right. Um, Absolutely. But to that end... Uh, you can create like little basically self-formed GPTs within their model and say like, hey, you are the, you are a writer for the Confluence cast. It's a Columbus-centric podcast. Please write an introduction for this and those and basically save that prompt mm-hmm. and then just put in the thing each time. So like, it's getting smarter and smarter. Like I frankly, personally excited about how uh, far we can go and not be damaging. Right. Sure. But isn't it human nature to <laughs> run things off a cliff? <laughs> uh, I, I, I have a higher maybe yeah. uh, uh, vote of confidence for humanity than you. I, no, I, hope, <laughs> I hope, I hope we don't go in that direction. I'm just saying that bad actors will always yes. do things mm-hmm. bad with it. Um, to, to Susan's point about breaking news, I mean, it's, it's not something that can get things right. Like it will never be a replacement for that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's a lot of what we do is like of the, of the minute, you know, sort of mm-hmm. stuff. You know? Yeah. Um, additionally, you know, uh, it can't really give you opinion. Mm-hmm. It could fake it, but it's not real. So mm-hmm. we can't replace Miriam, our yeah. restaurant, restaurant reviewer. reviewer. Right. With Chad GBT, it's not going to tell us how a hamburger tastes. Mm-hmm. Right. True. Or it's going to y- pull yet. from someone else's Yelp review and tell Good us point. how that person thought it tasted. Yeah, which... yeah. And then you're plagiarizing yeah. other people's stuff. That, that's the problem, too, is a lot of these things don't really fully tell you where it's getting its information mm-hmm. from. Right. So so in the, um, I just wrote an opinion piece, and I kind of just, as examples, like, f- fed it some prompts to mm-hmm. show. Yeah. And I And one of them was, like, kind of pointing out that, like, it's great if you're doing stuff very generically. Yes. Yeah. 
or something you don't know how to do, like write a business plan or yeah, like, well, I'm, I'm talking specifically about journalism. In the world yeah. Of if you want a yeah. listicle, it will generate a listicle. And True. so I said, give sort me, of. yeah, I said, <laughs> get, give me a listicle, five uh, hamburger restaurants in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. And it spat back a very generic listicle. Mm-hmm. Okay. And of, the Thurman burger was right up. Top. It was, of course. It was number one. You know okay. what number five was though? Uh, in and out burger. Cray eatery and drinkery. Cray's not around anymore. It's a well, restaurant it, that closed eight years ago. It okay. closed in 2016, and it said it was on High Street and not Fourth Street. Hmm. But it did know about Cray. Like Cray is somewhere in the bot. Is all yeah. the, the but point what I'm good does that do? Because it's closed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you want like to generate bad information, I don't know. I, to me, it's like to, to what end are you doing stuff? You know, if, if I want to generate a thousand like SEO centric listicles for Columbus Underground to spit them out there, I'm having a robot write material for robots to read. Right. Like, are we actually doing journalism anymore at this point? True. Absolutely. But yeah. take that to sort of the basically the internet, right? And like, how do you make money on the internet? If it's just the internet, it's mm-hmm. advertising. And how do you just get eyes on something without paying for eyes to mm-hmm. get on something? It's through SEO. And like, I shout out to Brad Keefe. We were just texting about this this morning. He was like, yeah. SEO is writing for humans and robots. And people actually get the human part wrong a lot. Sure. Uh, and ChatGPT is also going to get the human part wrong, but it's likely going to get the robot part yeah. pretty right. But, but there's also like a quality of it is a, attraction yes. to that. Like yes. you, you can generate a lot of garbage and get a lot of garbage eyeballs, mm-hmm. um, but you're not building a lasting audience. You're not, yeah. you know, you're not building trust. You're not getting return visitors. Yeah. You're just sort of scraping the bottom of the internet barrel at that point for True. for couch change. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a bench billboard. Yeah, yeah. I get yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think, you know, we have a lot of discussions about kind of what our audience expects of us. And like, mm-hmm. you know, they will call it out if something is crappy and, and, they, and they should, you know. And mm-hmm. so I think it's really important to us to always make sure we're putting quality work out there. Yeah. And not just like, go try this burger. It's great. You know, like that's that's not what we do. Yeah. And that's yeah. not what people want to see from us. Yeah. Well, speaking of high quality stuff that our readers are asking for, yeah, I've I've typed into ChatGPT in front of me. Give us five topics for discussion in a podcast about Columbus, Ohio. Uh huh. Can we see what it says? Uh, well, hold on. I'm putting it into ChatGPT, the pro version. Yes, pro. Uh, give us what is it? Five. G- give us five topics for discussion in a podcast about Columbus, Ohio. And to back up too, we, we did a, a forum with the Columbus Metropolitan Club, which I'm on the uh, programming committee for. Uh-huh. And I said, you know, we should do a topic on AI. They mm-hmm. hadn't really done anything. This was last summer. Mm-hmm. And kind of the gimmicky fun sort of thing was we had a human moderator, two human panelists, and then the third panelist was Chad GPT. Okay. And fed it the questions. And it was reading it out loud and a voice. And like everyone was sort of like, oh, I'm, this is kind of cool. I want to see yeah. what mm-hmm. it has to say. And it was a nice like, it was AI 101 sort of discussion. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when I was demonstrating to the board, because a lot of the folks there have like heard of it, but they never really messed around with it. I'm like, well, this is what we can do. And I, I typed in a prompt like this that said, give me uh, uh, several topics for potential uh, Columbus Metropolitan Club forum ideas. Right. And it spat back like eight of them. And they all worked. Yeah. But they were very generic. It's like mm-hmm. you could talk about the growth in the healthcare sector. Uh, urban mm-hmm. development and infill is happening with this. There's changes in like workforce retention. Blah, and it's like, 
Well, these are all kind of forms that they already do. Like they already yeah. hit all these topics. But I am going to push back on you here. Yeah. Like that's a prompt problem, right? Okay. Like it's a it if you are if you hone in a little bit more mm-hmm. and basically set first of all tell it who it is. Yeah. You are a programmer. Yeah. You, yeah. you for this forum. Yeah. Uh, you want to fill a variety of specific things. Mm-hmm. You know, because I imagine you programmatically they're like okay every fiscal quarter we got to hit an economic issue we got to hit a healthcare issue we got to yeah, hit this yeah. and set and get and give it that mm-hmm. right yeah you might get more specific yeah. things so yeah. let's let's check our gpts okay so yours <laughs> says it to be clear it says give us five to- topics for discussion in a podcast for columbus i, s- I said about columbus about Ohio. okay i yeah. just want to be exactly the same yeah. Columbus, so comma ohio period <laughs> about okay enter i'm very curious i have never personally used chat gpt right. i'm totally letting mine finish okay you want me you want me to you, go first we'll just go with okay. your first one and i'll tell you what my first one was N- number one uh well it says certainly here are five engaging topics that could be discussed in the podcast i always read the responses in like game show voice yeah like <laughs> like like marketer like commercial right like, yeah yeah like uh radio mine also commercial. says five engaging topics but <laughs> there we go number one exploring columbus's diverse neighborhoods okay my first one the evolution of columbus okay what's your second one second one is the evolution of the ohio state university mm, mine is the columbus culinary scene Okay. <laughs> it's interesting that it's yeah. not the same, right? Yeah. Number three is uh, Columbus's role in Ohio's political landscape. Yours is better. Mine is like arts and... <laughs> co- your Mine is arts and culture in Columbus. I'm saving money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> number four is the Columbus arts and music scene. So Which very similar. similar. I have yeah. innovations and business in Columbus. Number five for me is innovations and startups in Columbus. There you, And I have community and lifestyle. Like mine just literally named sections of the newspaper. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I think culinary was the only one that was not in this list. Uh-huh. I yeah. had that. Um, so broad. It is well. Yeah. It is right. Yeah. Like and you can ask it to narrow and ask it to focus mm-hmm. and ask it to get more specific and stuff like that. But um, well, and so I'm copying and pasting and writing right five, uh, podcast topics around the evolution of Columbus, and it's giving me from Franklinton to the Capitol, the founding and early years of Columbus. Okay. And it's writing about that. Uh, Columbus in conflict, colon, the Civil War and its impact on the city. Three, the industrial boom and urban expansion, colon, Columbus in the late 19th and earliest tw- early 20th centuries. These sound like WOSU They do, right? <laughs> uh, four, cultural melting pot, colon, the influence of immigration and diversity in shaping Columbus. And five, modern Columbus, colon, urban renewal, tech innovation, and the city's future. Like they do sound like like that's what I mean by if you get a little bit mm-hmm. if you keep sure. going down the path yeah. right. Uh, well, and this is a maybe my ignorance question because I know the data set stops at what January twenty twenty two something like that. Yeah. So like it if did. you it's yeah. about two years behind. Yeah. If you ask it like what are the best new restaurants in Columbus to visit? Oh, it would like what is it? What does it do? What does it think? At least mine would come back and say, "I do not know. I, my data stops here. Okay, and yeah. here is what I know about before that. 
Interesting. It's pretty explicit about that. Yeah. Yeah. When I asked, like, write a news article about the car crash that just happened outside. It's like, I'm sorry to hear about the car that just crashed. (laughs) (laughs) So polite. But I don't have information on that and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, but and I do... I've listened to a couple of podcasts about it from a technical standpoint and from a, like, how should we think about this standpoint? And it... And the the thought I have is like this is like a calculator, like this is a phone, this is a television set, sure. this is the internet, yeah. This is the next sort of like these. This is going to make things more efficient. And yes, it if you trick it to say racist things, it's going to say racist yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you for but but first of all, why are you doing that? Like, yeah. why are you yeah. trying to get it to do terrible things? Like, I can make a Play-Doh penis all I want, but why the f- <laughs> why would I do that? Like, is, like that's not what it's like for. No. That's not what it's for. I um, guess is what I'm saying. Well, yours was going nuts over I, here. Well, so no, what? you just made a face. What did oh, you tell yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'll get to that in one sec. But um, I guess you know because we we said five engaging topics for a podcast about Columbus, Ohio. And this is the same issue that I had like with the CMC stuff where it was like, give us forums on this, like yeah. replace Columbus, Ohio with Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It, it could have been anything. Could have been the, anywhere. Yeah. the healthcare industry, the big college diversity in the workforce. Like mm-hmm. it's just kind of paint by numbers. Like, yep. and the reason that they asked me to be on that panel is to come with ideas. Right. And this is like, okay, these are like, C plus ideas. Like I'm, yeah. I'm there to provide something a little bit more than that. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. Anyway, no, I asked you the question of, uh, what are the best new restaurants in Columbus? Number one, Alberta's pizza kitchen. Not familiar. I don't Never know heard what of that it. is. If that's, uh, okay. apologies to Alberta's. I'm sorry, Alberta's. By the way, are you starting listen. a new GPT when you did no, that? I, I did, okay. Yeah, I know it, you're supposed to, if you're right. going wildly off topic, but some of these I think are newer, so it's probably it's pulling new information. 541 South high street. According to my Googling. 541 South high street. In okay. The district. Is it a ghost kitchen? I don't know. Um, and looks so like my, it was in Hey Hey. I just asked GPT and it started by saying, uh, my last update is April 2023, but here you go. Oh. oh, you know what it did? It said it said my last update was April 2023, so here are some ways to go find. Yeah. It yeah. said I, I've you know, seen local blogs, too, yeah. Yelp, word of mouth. Oh, it's in um Victories. Classics. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Well, sorry to. Victor's. Sorry, Alberto. Sorry, Alberto. Yeah. Uh, but P- Piazza Polino, which is newer. Which that opened December. Yeah. Okay. A few months ago. Um, you got quite a GPT over there. I guess. Yeah. Why are you paying for the premium? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, High Reth is in here. Cobra is in here. But it's like a really weird list because, like, uh, Birdie's Grill at the Fairway. Mm-mm. I don't know. I think that's up in Dublin, maybe. Okay. Uh, Bull Boba. I have no idea where that is. Like, do Rosebuds. we need to be checking this for story ideas? Yeah. No. <laughs> but, but also Apartment B, which is like the speakeasy thing behind uh-huh. Bodega, which is a bar, not a restaurant. Yeah. But Thunderwing Brewing, our friend's brewery, which yeah. also does not have food. Huh. So th- then where is it pulling this information from? Well, you ask it that and it's like, can't really say... I have been fed all this information. It's coming from everywhere. Which, like, if you ask a journalist, like, cite your sources, and they're yeah. just like, 
I looked it up online. You'd be like, you're fired. <laughs> well, and there was just a, as this morning as of recording, something came across my feed that said most major news sources have put in the, hey, do not crawl this for generative AI. Oh, yeah. Like oh, opting out. Interesting. Yeah. Stuff. Uh-huh. yeah. Which, I, I think it, have you done more. that? I'm just curious. Um, I know uh, Justin, like our uh, main web developer guy, yeah. we were talking about it. I can't remember if he implemented it or not. I okay. want to say that we wanted to opt out of stuff, though. Okay. Yeah. Because it's... It's stealing. Yeah. Well, there's also some interesting kind of like think pieces that I've seen about like if, uh, if this is based on what's out there, Mm-hmm. But what's out there in the near future is stuff generated by this. You get this like slowly. It becomes it a degrades. Oh, yeah, it's it's like a yeah. a, 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 co- a fax of a fax of a copy of a f- copy of a fax, and then yes. all of a sudden everything is nothing is correct anymore. Yeah. And that hap- that started like what six months after GPT came out. Yeah. Where and this is me following like tech podcasts where they're like, yeah, they have to refresh the model every now and again. Yeah. To basically. Mm-hmm do that and there's there's a whole subset of like copyright issues to be addressed and all that stuff but i guess i hope that there will be a curated environment where this is a healthy productive tool uh i but yeah i do not want to be told by what i think is a person Mm -hmm. meaning a news organization something that's simply regurgitated because of their 20 dollar a month subscription to chat gpt yeah yeah. So I think one of the coolest applications of this that I've heard about is um, the ability to take a large library of audio, of voice content, of mm-hmm. someone speaking like yourself. Yeah. Uh, and then be able to transcribe, or not transcribe, but translate yeah. into other languages. Mm-hmm. So being able yes, to say. Yes, podcast specifically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like be able to listen to the Confluence cast in French. Mm-hmm. And it's our voices. It's speaking French. Oh, wow. Francais. Right. Yeah. Because you That's have wild. the voice data to be able to do that. Uh-huh. It's like we don't need to know how to speak French. You could easily, you know, take a podcast recorded in one language and mm-hmm. translate it into 200 different languages mm-hmm. like yeah. that and open up a lot of accessibility. The, the downside is you're going to trick a lot of old grandmas into thinking that Joe Biden said something that he didn't actually say because. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's a comedy use case here too, right? But there's, but yeah, there is a scary use case of like Mm -hmm. that didn't happen. Will Smith didn't eat that spaghetti, and like (laughs) there's just a lot. But it looks so real. uh, (laughs) But this does go back to the entire like media literacy argument that we've Mm -hmm. been having for years with misinformation and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. This suite of technology has simply sped it up. True. So, yeah, I, I think a lot about how, um, you know, when the printing press mm-hmm. became a thing, you know, it, it kind of allowed people to mass produce literature, you know, so for the first newspapers and, and, you know, that sort of stuff was able to be made, but you had to afford the printing press and the paper and the material. So like not everyone in the world yeah. Could start a newspaper. Yeah. Well, it's the argument like don't get in a fight with somebody who buys ink by the barrel. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So ChatGBT launched and it was on everyone's phone in the world overnight. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone had access to use this tool and it, it just speeds up not only the ability to make it better, but also the ability to become a bad actor very quickly. Yes. And I think, yeah, and the whole stuff with Sam Altman and I don't quite, I didn't, I got very tired of following it for that weekend. Uh I have to hope that the folks who are 
uh, in control, for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. are consistently monitoring, consistently like, how do we make this better and safer? Uh, so that like you hope, but do you really think that it's going to be like that, or is money going to win out in the end? <laughs> as a <laughs> hello cynicism. No. Well, no, I get that, but I yeah. but I would argue that money winning out in the end means that people are going to be like. We can't generate a tool that hurts people, right? Like we can't. Google's, I believe. Who's we? We we uh, the board of directors. We the. What about Facebook? What kind of damage has that already done to people? Absolutely, but it was a. I mean, every a, big corporation in the world does things that does damage to people. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but I guess the <laughs> argument I would make is when that does happen mm. and we become aware of it, and I'm, I will admit that like I should probably be more cynical here, but the market corrects itself. The market does sort of say like, hey, this is unethical. Or frankly, we elect people that should be regulating the space. You know, and if they don't, God bless globalism, the EU will. <laughs> and we all just got to move to Europe. Well, yeah. well no, no, no. But the, 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 the choices that they are making mm. as somebody who works in the tech field, yeah. the choices that they're making, like I have to adhere to cookie policies yeah. in California yeah. if I want to sell to people in California. Right. And in the EU, if I want to sell to people mm-hmm. in the EU. Yeah. And like those... The, those those liberal democracies, and I use small L there, mm-hmm. uh, will make things... There will be somebody gut-checking it. Yeah. I, if you're not watching this on video, Walker is just like, I don't... <laughs> just this, I don't know face. I, yeah, I mean, I, I think as long as money is the bottom line, yeah. ethics will always take a back seat. I... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. And I, I'm not saying that as a cynic. I'm just saying, like, you, you look at any major corporation and, like, they're only, like, three steps removed from, like, slave labor on the other side of the world. Whether okay. it's shoes or uh, and well, and cola I think, or but there is, you precious know, metals. There's a whole <laughs> lot of, a, you know, a, a cottage industry of people who actually go and check these things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, they are not infallible, but there are people want, I want clean food. I want shoes that were made mm-hmm. ethically. Mm-hmm. And I realize that that's not like a thing, but <laughs> at least the... Uh, the labor that I don't like yeah. is actually better than the labor of, sorry, the work available to those laborers in the place where that labor is done. If that makes sense. Sure. Like rising tide. I like, I mm-hmm. am an optimist about the, our brand new calculator. So I'll meet you in the middle. you be the optimist. I'll be the pessimist. We'll, fair. Yeah. We'll fair. just hope it all shakes out. Okay. For everyone. Right. That's fair. <laughs> Thank you guys for your time today. Yeah, this is fun. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Confluence Cast presented by Columbus Underground. Again, you get more information on what we discussed today in the show notes for this episode at theconfluencecast.com. Please rate, subscribe, share this episode of the Confluence Cast with your friends, family, contacts, enemies, your favorite prompt engineer. If you're interested in sponsoring the Confluence Cast, get in touch with us. 
we can be reached by email at info at theconfluencecast.com. Our theme music was composed by Benji Robinson. Our producer is Philip Cogley. I'm your host, Tim Fulton. Have a great week. Thank you.